A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, joined as always by the the hostess with the most. It's Brendan Thomas Merritt. Hi, Brendan. How are you? <laughs> hey, Logan. I am great. Thank you. Life is super. Everything's with you. Ah, they're going going fantastically. Um, <laughs> well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Um, we are going to be doing on the podcast today a Irish riddles. Um, so I'm going to be riddling uh, good old Brendan Thomas Merritt, who is the Batman himself, um, <laughs> of all these uh, these Irish riddles. Um, and so I'll be asking him, and he'll try and give me an answer to the riddles. Um, otherwise, somebody's going to die, you know? <laughs> I think that's how the Riddler works. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah i don't um you guys can play along as <laughs> uh you guys can play along as Not well alone. at home um and uh, see if you can get these riddles <laughs> see if you can do better than uh can do better than brendan so um with that we'll start with the first riddle um this one claims it's an easy one we'll see if that's the case and an Irish fairy is what I am, just a little bearded man. When people see me on this day, stay away from my gold is what I'll say. What am I? A leprechaun. Absolutely correct. A leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. One point to Brendan. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. Why can you not iron a four-leaf clover? Because in real life, they don't exist. <laughs> uh, no, no. It's because you didn't press your luck. <laughs> I actually quite like that one. <laughs> Two connection dots missing, but I like um, it. All right. Next. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, this one is how many gold coins can a leprechaun put in an empty pot? I'm trying to think of the funniest answer here. Uh, let me see. <laughs> I want to say 10, 100, 40. <laughs> we'll go with 100. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, he can put one and at any more than that, in it, and it isn't an empty pot anymore. Shut up. <laughs> and that, That's... friends, is a Brendan Thomas original. No, he's not right, actually. <laughs> that, that, that's decent. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. 
little too literal for, for, for my original imagination, but I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. The next one is when is an Irish potato not an Irish potato? When it isn't covered in the fungus Phytophthora and Pastans, causing two million deaths. Hashtag thank you, Britain. <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, it is when it becomes a French fry. Yeah, I don't have much time for the French either. They are taking our fish at the same time the British were taking our lives. <laughs> They're both culpable in my opinion. <laughs> oh, he's made this so much darker than it needs to be. <laughs> it's just, It's just a thing with him. Hashtag read his book, Ghost of the Unsaid. <laughs> Was like. Hashtag. Dedicated to the famine victims. For serious. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, like, literally, it's in there. The dedication. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, next one. A what do you call a diseased Irish criminal? <laughs> oh, Jakers. Um, I think this one is very punny. <laughs> okay, am I thinking of something St. Patrick related or Leprechaun related? One of those may be correct. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> Ah, I'm trying to make Leprechaun and Locked Up into a pun. Ah. <laughs> Tell me. All right, you were very close. It's um, it's a Leprechaun because it's a convict who has leprosy. <laughs> I knew it had to be one of those two. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. How did the leprechaun beat the Irishman to the pot of gold? With his stick. <laughs> With his stick. <laughs> um, he took a shortcut. Is the correct answer. <laughs> That is discrimination against short people. At a one meter sixty-eight centimeters, <laughs> I protest. <laughs> I clear that question invalid. <laughs> Leprechauns have feelings to people. Take it back. <laughs> All right, next one. Um, what do you call an Irishman who keeps bouncing off walls? My brother on a Saturday night. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, this one is called. He his name is Rick O'Shea. <laughs> That's clever. O'Shea is a good strong Irish name. Rick O'Shea. I like that. I like that. 
No, I'm gonna go to work on Monday morning and just spend all my lunch oh, break man. writing these off to my colleagues. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it should be class. I wish. I wish you could film it because I. I'm sure it would be hilarious. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, next one. <laughs> what do What do you call a big Irish spider? Okay, I assume it's gonna be a pun on tarantula. Um, we have a county, Tyrone, it's going to be Tyronchilla. <laughs> Tyronchilla. <laughs> the, uh, the answer is Patty Longlegs. Yeah, let's go with my answer. <laughs> I, I like, I like yours better. <laughs> Any Irish people listening would be like, that was clever, that was, that was witty. But we do have Daddy Longlegs, so yeah, Patty Longlegs, I, I get <laughs> yeah. that, I get that. It's acceptable. Um, what do you call a fake stone in Ireland? Okay, this could be a pun on Blarney Stone. Um, let's see. People often say carnivals are fake and carnies are fake people and tricksters. The Carney Stone. A pun on Blarney Stone. No, a fake stone in Ireland is a shamrock. <laughs> ah, shut up. Yeah, that, that was the obvious choice. Yeah. Yeah, okay. This one goes along with the last right. one. Maybe you'll get this one, okay? Why do people wear shamrocks on St. Patrick's Day? Because if the answer is because St. Patrick is a sham, we're going to have a falling out. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that at all. It has to do with the last one I just gave you. I read a history book recently. Okay. Okay, Shamrock. Um, what's the question again? Why do people wear them? Yes, of course. Um, why do people wear uh, shamrocks on St. Patrick's Day? Because their rocks are a sham. Um... <laughs> You're so close. You're so close. <laughs> Oh no, oh dang it. Um the people wear. I think wear is important here. Because their rock music is a sham. The day's a sham, rock day, day rock. Patrick Rock, Pat Rock. Hmm. Rick Rock. Rick Roll. Even Rick Roll. You're getting too sham. uh you're getting too in depth here. Shamity sham. You're getting okay. You're uh, getting too far down the rabbit hole. We're, let's uh, let's go back to um, shamrocks are fake rocks. So uh, they wear shamrocks on St. Patrick's Day because because a fake rock rocks is are a sham. what? Because <laughs> their rocks are a sham. Uh, You're gonna do this to me next week, and I'm gonna hate it. So uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut you. Oh, I'm, I'm just gonna cut it. our losses now, and I'm gonna say uh, because the rocks are too heavy. Because real rocks are too heavy. That's why they wear sham rocks. How is that supposed to make anybody laugh? 
Oh no, I heard it. I'm just disgusted <laughs> that you would waste my time with that question. I'm just disgusted. Okay. <laughs> oh. That did not deserve to laugh. I was waiting for a reaction and here. It was you you'd actually heard it. <laughs> that, I'm not oh, gonna dignify some, that with a response. There's some stuff I'm gonna have to cut. I may have to cut that one out. <laughs> um, Alright, last one. Falling. Why did St. Patrick drive all of the snakes out of Ireland? Because it was faster than walking them out. <laughs> uh, plane tickets cost too much. <laughs> okay. Similar idea, similar idea. <laughs> right. Third similar, one. yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just know that as revenge next week, I will be picking the most obscure and mystical Native American riddles with which to torture you. Such as, why did the eagle give wisdom to the antelope? Answer, because the totem pole was red. And you are going to be confused and traumatized and appeared and humiliated on the national stage <laughs> and the international stage. That, that was, that was so, bad. That was, that was, that was sounds like I know what I'm doing this week. I'm, I'm studying for Native American stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know websites you, that you, you wouldn't find on your browser. <laughs> Oh, brother. <laughs> anyway, uh, let us know how you did um, at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. Um, and uh, we'll turn over to Brendan for our, uh, our Bible verses this week. So, Brendan, take it away. Sure. Okay, I mean, I've done greatly with the riddles, but I can redeem myself with my knowledge of the word. <laughs> And the fact that I have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that wants to know and understand. All right, guys, turn with us. Amen. To Amen. Proverbs 8 to 11. Proverbs 8, 10 to 11. Choose my instruction instead of silver. Knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. I know we live in a very fast-paced world, and wanting things and desiring things is natural. I'm not one of those Christians who tries to condemn those who want to make their lives flashier and richer. Um, you know, why, why would I? Um, God owns the sheep in a thousand hills. But it would please the Lord more for us to desire deeper revelation and understanding of his word rather than fleshly, material, and ultimately temporal things. You know, in heaven... There are streets made of gold. 
There's a sea called the Crystal Sea. Hmm. There's a reason it's called the Crystal Sea, people. It's probably full of crystals. <laughs> Evan is the wealthiest, richest, <laughs> most mind-boggling, mind-bending, gasp-inducing, jaw-dropping place you could possibly imagine. Whatever you think of, it is all that and more. And these days, they really are like dust. They blow away like grass does. It's here today, it's gone tomorrow. So we need to focus more on storing up heavenly treasure. And as we do that, by soaking up the treasure of his word and sowing our land with this. You know, we need to have financial seed to survive this world, but we need divine seed to thrive. You know, Moses came to Joshua in the book of Deuteronomy 32:46, and he says something very interesting. Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day, so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this law. They are not just idle words for you. They are your life. By them, by the word, by the Bible, you will cross over into the Jordan to possess it, and live long in the land. God has a destiny for all of us, a purpose and a plan, but in order to achieve that, we need to be steeped in his word, in the knowledge of the words, biblical literacy, understanding of the words, what's for us, what was for a time, how we can apply Old Testament passages into our lives today, and ultimately revelation, especially revelation of the gospel of grace and peace as pertains to us as the body of Christ. Amen. And when we go through times in life that are difficult or hard, such as globally right now, but even personally, sometimes, you know, it looks like things are black and white. Sometimes it looks like there are shades of gray. The word of God helps you navigate the shades of gray and differentiate the black from the white, the good from the bad, the holy from the evil. So get steeped in the word, soak yourself in the word, learn the word, apply the word, pray the word. The Lord's good and perfect and pleasing will is listed here. And I know Logan and I have made the decision that God's will is our wish. And we don't step out of line with this book. This book is our life. It's a foundation on which we stand. It's in us. We look for opportunities throughout our day to make it a living word, to apply it, to breathe it, to live it out. And we hope that you'll join us in that endeavor too. And then cross over your river, Jordan, Amen. to possess the land God has for you. What are you, Logan? What are your thoughts? Um, just, uh, I would, I would, uh, echo everything you said. Most definitely is very important. Um, I may, I think I would use the analogy of don't sell 
uh, sell your soul to the world um, for things that don't last. Right. Um, gold, silver, mm. we think of them as very precious treasures and jewelry here on this earth, but it doesn't last. Um, and so find your f- find your your hope and everything has to be found outside this world because everything's going to let you down. Whether that's your gold, whether that's your money, um, you're going to have to leave it here. Uh, pharaohs in Egypt tried to take it with them and they just got their tombs robbed. So um, you can't take it with you. It's got us. It's got to stay. Um, and so no matter how much money you make, how much you earn or, you know, as plenty of times it says, what, what if you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul? What's, what's the point? Like, what, what do you actually mm-hmm. gain by having all the money in the world? You're just going to be even more miserable and have more worries and more stresses and more anxiety. Um, so spend your life wisely. Spend it um, focused on things that matter in eternity and not on things that that are just passing in this earth. Um, I think we all. I think if we could all get to that point, um, I think our lives would be better and more um, more focused on Christ, most definitely, because that's that's what matters. Um, so with that, let us let me uh, close this in prayer, and uh, we'll send you on your on your uh, day, week, wherever, and however you're listening to us. Um, so Jesus, we thank you for this day. We're thankful that we're so that we're able to come into your um, into your presence at any time to talk to you, um, and that we're able to read your word. That you've that you've blessed us with that opportunity, um, and I just pray that you'd help us as. We go through the rest of this week, the rest of this uh, this day, that we would remember that don't not to sell our souls for things that are less than things that are not going to um, have any effect on eternity, that are going to be burned up at the end of time. Um, that uh, we would focus on those things that last, those things that are important, how we treat people, how we care about people, how we serve others. Um, so give us a good rest of the afternoon today, um, the week, wherever we are. Um, I just pray that we would live this out, um, live these, live these verses out this week. Um, in Jesus name. Amen. amen. Well, everybody hope you have a lovely week. Um, you will hear from us next week where Brendan will again, uh, attack me on all things native Americans, or he might throw a curveball and it'll be oh, completely yes. different. I don't know. Um, either way, it'll be a joy and a, um, and a, uh, and maybe a little embarrassing. <laughs> um, so, uh, anything you want to add before we go, Brendan? Not me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just pray that you all fall deeply in love with the word. I know when I was in kids' church as a child, we used to have to pick up our Bible. I don't think they do this with kids anymore. And say, this is my Bible. I love my Bible. My Bible is the Word of God. I read my Bible. I believe my Bible. I love my Bible. This is my Bible. And it was such a silly word declaration at the time, or at least it felt very artificial. But you know what? When you hold this, it is like holding Jesus. Because Jesus, before eternity, was called the Word. And this is the Word of God. All the things in eternity God could have wanted you to know, this is sufficient. It's found in here. So make this the declaration over your week. 
This is my Bible. I love my Bible. I read my Bible. I believe my Bible. This is my Bible. It's God's book. God's love letter to you. Read it, and let your soul be glad. Amen. Amen indeed. Have a good week, everybody. See you next week.